Blog Talk Radio. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. This is a special edition. I just want to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys and on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram. Lots of cool pictures of the guests and hints about giveaways. Uh, that's Saturdays with Joy Keys on Instagram. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I appreciate even when I was on hiatus, you guys were downloading stuff. I could see from the stats. I really appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope that you will enjoy this evening's show. I have a great actor. You probably have seen him recently on the show HBO's Insecure, uh, but you may not know a lot of other things. He was on American Crime. He's been on cartoons. Um, he has some writing skills. Uh, so. And he's a business person, so these all things we'll get in tonight. Uh, good evening, John. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm just in the house, kicking it. So I had a good workout this morning and some good conference calls, so I'm here with you. That, how you doing? That's good. So you're hanging out with the COVID situation, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wait, good. wait, you said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, man. The COVID, COVID is has has sit me down and then got me to like focus on some things that I had on the back burner. And um, with the show Insecure out, it was just great that now I'm like able to hang out with fans of the show and talk and have all these huge conversations every Sunday. <laughs> I've seen you like uh, be on on social media. This is a lot of actors and actresses are doing that now. Taking over Instagram, taking over Twitter. Um, do you like doing that? Oh, it's a it's a necessary monster, honestly. Like social media is can be draining, but it's also okay. very fun and rewarding at the same time. Um, so, like I, I I pick and choose like every once in a while when I when I partake in it, but it's it's fun for the most part, but it also can be very draining because it's kind of demanding, and then also. It can eat away at your it can eat away at your 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 time and your ego sometimes okay. and yeah. and your self esteem. So like you got to be careful with it. You can't read everything, and you can't like respond to everybody. You can't read everything. You can't respond to everybody. Like I love responding to people though. I love responding to people that that comment and talk, and I think it's like fun because everybody's learning. Everybody's trying to get to know one another and try to understand one another. So it's really cool. I like that. I like that aspect and how you're able to connect with people all over the world, just just from your phone. Uh, yeah, it's just also sitting in your like, living room, you know. Mm-hmm. 
That also so, could be like, like in the beginning, right. I heard you were on Craigslist. That's how this whole acting thing started. Craigslist. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Craig, Craigslist started through acting. Craig, no. Tell us Craigslist about that a little bit. Started. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that, that's that's a journey that was the way. Uh, so, when I first got bit by the bug to even pursue acting, I would I listened to a radio ad for Pro Scout, which ended up turning to be a scam, and. When I went there, I I I, under, I found out that it was like kind of like a scam. So I went to Craigslist to look for acting jobs, and I found a job for a URI film. Um, it was kind of like an AA meeting type setting, a, a drama piece. And when I got there, I thought it was just gonna be background, thinking that because I googled what background was, and background was like, oh, you sit in the back and you figure out, you get to see everything, you get to be a part of everything, but not really do anything. And right. when I got there, they threw me in the scene, and they threw me, and they told me I had to improv, improv the scene for myself, improv the scene. And I'm like, what is, what am I doing? What did I, what did I get myself into? So <laughs> as the, as the story went on, I made up this story about how, um, during this AA meeting, this AA meeting class. Um, I made up a story that I was an alcoholic after graduating high school, after graduating college, and life was going down, was spiraling out of control. And when I, my sister saw that this was going on, she she thought that if I had a cat or an animal or something to care for, I can get I can get back up. So she ended up giving okay. me a cat, and the cat kind of got me to care about things again. Um, me a purpose, give me a sense of purpose, and life started. Life started taking taking the turn for the best. As that went on, oh I took God. a trip. <laughs> I took a trip. Yeah, yeah, I took a trip, and when I got back, um, I discovered that my cat had got ran over. My sister told me <laughs> my cat got ran over, and life started spiraling out of control again. But when I got into the class, um. It would help me find a new sense of purpose and a new community of people that I can talk to, um, that can help me out. And in the process of telling this story about the cat and the dying and everything like that, like tears started falling down my face. I started crying. I don't know what I was going through in that time, but it evoked such crazy emotions out of me where I started tearing up and crying. And then they call cut. And the director comes to me afterwards. He said, hey, that was really good. Uh, good work, man. Uh, I'm sorry about the cat, though. Is that a real story? I'm like, no, that's not a real story, man. I hate cats. I'm more <laughs> a dog person. You know? So, like, so, so oh that just God. told me that I, I may have something. And I told my older brother about it. And he he said, man, let's, let's, and you're supposed to go out and be my turtle. Be my turn because we were watching Entourage during the time, and oh he ended up passing Entourage, away. Yes. Yeah, he ended up passing away, oh. so I decided to continue the journey and move to LA. So now, how about Insecure? Did you look in Craigslist, or where did you look for that? Backstage or online? Somebody called you? No, no, you? no, no, no. I had a I had a manager at the time. A manager. Okay. I had a manager. I had a manager who was hypocriting me, but and. Hip hop is basically like you're on someone's roster, but you're not—they're not fully repping you yet. They just want to like finish mm-hmm. jobs and everything. Um, they said that was the second audition they sent me out to, 
And when I got the call to, to go in, I was like, oh, this is going to be a really tough one. I don't think they're going to pick me. And I was for sure that they got the guy that went in before me to audition was going to be it because they kept working with him. I'm like, yo, this is, this is the guy. He got it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I went in there with a, okay, well, we'll see what happens. Um, took a swing, and they liked my take. And we did it again. They liked that take as well. And then I didn't hear anything for like a, for a couple of days. And then I got a call back, and I ended up breeding with casting director, Vicky Thomas, and Issa. And the room was Prentice and Molina. And I'm like, damn, okay, well, I'm here. We'll, we'll see what happens. And I'm, but – before I even got into the room, I'm seeing all these celebrities and guys who have like a, a big resume. I'm like, they're, they're never going to pick me for this. Mm. So I get in the room, I did my take and they liked it, but I didn't hear anything for like a week and a half. And for me as an actor, like I have to um, let, to let go of stuff. I have to just put it in the back of my mind. If I don't get a call within that day or the next day, that means I didn't okay. get it. Otherwise, Otherwise, I'm going to be harping on it and thinking about it. It's going to drag me down a very depressing path of like, damn, man, did I mess up? What did I mess up? Did I say something wrong? What's going on? Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, and then a week a week and a half later, I'm hanging out with my cousin at the coffee shop trying to think of our next plan. And then I get a phone call from Tim, who's my manager at the time. And he says, they got you. They want you to play the role. They want you to play them all. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, they, they want you. I was like, get the hell out of here. He's like, yeah, man, they they, they want you. And I was, and, and so, I so now, couldn't even think. Go ahead. No, that's what I was gonna say. Like, what were you like? What was going through your head then? I was like, what the hell? How? What? Who? Me? Oh goodness! I gotta go. I gotta go home and get some work done. Because now I have to really, I have to really hone in on who Amal is, and who Amal was before he got, before he, before he got to where he's at in his life, and where he comes into the show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just went home and started doing research on Amal and piling up stories from friends that shared with me. So what kind of? Um, can you still hear me? Because you went out on me. Can you hear me? Hello? John, can you hear me? Hello? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know why you keep going in and out for some reason. Um, technology, uh, right? We gotta love it. Um, so no. now you were talking to friends and you were doing research. What does that mean? Like, were you only talking to gay friends? Were you talking to straight friends? Yeah, were I was, you looking up history to, of was, gays in America? Like, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah. I was talking to gay friends. I was I was looking up the history of gay. They had um, prejudice. They had to deal with. Uh, Things they had to do to feel secure and comfortable, um, and then also the writing. The writing helped a lot. The writing helped a lot uh, with what they wrote. So that gave me a rubric to some questions to ask my friends and their stories of coming out. But it, for me, what was most important to me was who Amal was as a person. 
um, his sexual orientation, his sexual his, sex, his sexual preference didn't didn't make me feel any kind of way about Amal. It was like who he is as a person, who he is as an individual, um, is what matters most to me, and making sure that I come off as a three dimensional person and not a caricature. Yeah, I think you do. I don't think that you come off as a character, and I think that's what people don't understand. Is like somebody's how they have sex or who they have sex with. That's not their whole person. You know what I mean? It's um, not. And, and it's like, like you can't look at them like that. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay, I'm here. Yep, I'm still here. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you still hear me, John? Okay, it looks like um, we're having some technical difficulties here. Uh, we might have to reschedule the interview with John. Not sure what's going on. Um, maybe he will call back in. Um, we'll give it a minute and see what happens here. What if you were wearing something sexy? What if you were drinking? What if you made the first move? No matter what, sexual assault is never your fault. Support is available 24-7 through the National Sexual Assault Hotline. Call 1-800-656-HOPE or visit RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. This is... Hey, John, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I was just playing the PSA to make sure the sound was working. I I don't know. Um, But anyway, (laughs) we're back together. So um, let's talk about some other stuff here. You're also a writer. Um, I think you wrote on Magic for Humans. We talked about that before mm-hmm. the show started. Tell us about how did you get yeah. that job? That's not acting. How did you get the writing? No, that's not acting. I got into writing. I got into writing because early on in my career, it was hard to get certain roles I wanted. So I started writing my own content, um, kind of a way to say, like, fuck the system, fuck the machine, and get my and feel good about myself. So I started creating my own stories and telling my own stories um, and writing my own comedy bits. I My first bit that I ever wrote was a spinoff commercial to Allstate Mayhem. Um, that was like my, one of my, my fun. It's called Allstate Popeye. It was like okay. the whole character, <laughs> character back, that, back that back story about him and shot that I partnered up with some up-and-coming filmmakers uh, who are doing amazing things now and we shot this sketch commercial which started and it did well so I started like creating more creating more and working more and writing more and educating myself more on the writing process and how to write and what to act what's taking classes and then um, as time went on like I ended up after season two of Insecure I ended up getting a opportunity to create my own show, Send Help. And then my agent at Innovative was like, hey, would you be interested in writing on a TV show? I said, sure. So they used a lot of the material that I wrote previously to pitch me to pitch me to um, Magic for Humans and Netflix. Okay. And I ended up getting a job. 
they they met up with me. They like they like my stories that I want to tell. They liked the ideas I had, and they said, "Yeah, let's 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 try it out and work and work with you." And I'm getting on season two and three of Magic for Humans. That's awesome. We talked about that before. How you need to be multifaceted as a as a performer, as a artist. Um, uh, you you have your own company called Bassett House Pictures. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Bassett and House what Pictures. are you going to be doing with that um, soon? You said you have uh, Send Help. That's one of the mm-hmm. um, movies you wrote. Now, what what else do you, anything else coming up? Or this COVID thing put a wrench in everybody's stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I know, but... it's it it's put a it's put a stop to a lot of production. So what the way Bassett House is pivoting and working on is trying to curate short films, short films and pilot presentation too. So we're trying to build a catalog of short film and pilot presentation to present to one of the audience and also studio executives to show them that this is a, you can find diverse content online and they're all in one place and you, you, you'll get to know the creator, you get to know the creator and you'll grow with the creator um, before they become the next Ava DuVernay, the next Barry Jenkins, the next Lulu Wong, you know, you you get to mm-hmm. see them at the start, and you and fans will be able to grow with them from the very beginning, from their first short film or pilot presentation, up all the way until that short film presentation becomes a either a feature or a series, and um, we want to help help that process by presenting these short films to our audience, and as well as executives and we host events for up and coming filmmakers to learn how to how to write or how to get in the writer's room or how to mm-hmm. pitch their project to a network, how to um how how to shoot your project. Uh, we post tutorial videos on how to shoot your project. We're just we want to provide a resource and a platform for up and coming filmmakers to create together, to work together and to support one another and for film lovers to support create and discover the next Ava DuVernay, the next Lou Wong, the next Barry Jenkins, or the next Ryan Cooler before before Hollywood gets them. Now, what's the website address? Is it Bassett House Pictures, or should they go to your YouTube House. channel? No, it's Bassett House Pick. BassettHousePick.com. Okay, good. As so the, now everybody heard that. If you got some stuff and you want to, you know, get started in the industry, he is saying that he might be able to help you. Um, so now, what's a myth in the industry that people might hold on the outside? You know, like people might think something about Hollywood, but that you realize is not really true. Oh, the myth that was called things should people have everything happens overnight, or the the myth that one project, one project will literally set you up for life. Um, sometimes you don't even make it. You don't even make it into movie. Sometimes, like. Uh, for instance, the first project I ever did was Project X. Um, I fought my way into getting that role. And it was a small role. It was a day player role. I fought to get it. And when I got it, I I, I was like, yeah, man, I'm in Warner Brothers movie. I've been in L.A. for six months. I did this. I did it. And mm. when the movie came out, when the movie came out, my, my part was cut out. Like, the whole <laughs> scene never happened. So that taught me that oh, never speak on something until it fully fully comes out. Um, okay. And and also one job it doesn't doesn't def- doesn't define you. It takes a series of jobs 
to to build who you are as an individual, and then your choices as a project as, on projects build build who you are, build who you are as an individual out here. Now, who would you like to work with in terms of acting? Like, your, who do you look up to? Who are like two or three stars you look up to right now? Uh, Tom Hardy, Idris Elba, and John Boyega. Wow. Okay. So you have two um, English actors. Uh, well, three. Tom Hardy. But no, he's what is he? Irish, Scottish. So, I think he's. I think he's English. He's an English actor. He's English also. Okay. So no Americans. Yeah, man. It's like I've been watching a lot of the work, a lot of the shows, a lot of the projects they're on, and the projects they are on, I really love their work. So like Pink, like hit Tom Hardy on Peaky Blinders or The Take, um, Idris Elba on Luther, because I'm rewatching Luther right now. Um, John Boyega, when he did Imperial Dreams, um, mm. Imperial Dreams and all the movies he's done before that, Attack the Block. Uh, he, he's inspiring. Luther man. is like, dark, it's, man. It's just, yeah, it's dark. I love those. That is some dark. That is some dark shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> mm. Yes, and Peaky Blinders. Yes, that is a good show too. That is also very dark. Do you are you into dark? Now, what about this Ozark? I was looking on your stream, and you were like into Ozark also. Yeah, I just got into Ozark because I didn't like the first season of Ozark. Um, I felt like it was too slow. I was like watching paint dry, but then as yeah, I when stopped, I, got into, I, I stopped watching it. I, I I didn't keep watching it. Yeah, yeah, and then when I got to season two, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Um, they, they really picked it up. Um, I don't know if it was the writers or they just had to change it, just something, but something changed and everything just started picking up, and it was fun and exhilarating to watch. Like I really, really. All liked right, it. well, I'm gonna Other have to that, pick it back up again. I'm gonna have to pick mm-hmm, it back up again. If you haven't so, seen Little Fires everywhere, have, I check that out too. Little Fire, yes, I started watching Little Fires. I like that. Let me ask you: if you had a hundred dollars and only a hundred dollars, what would you do with it? If I had a hundred dollars, only a hundred dollars, what would I do with it? Well, there's not much you can do with a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would uh, get some food, maybe. Get some food okay. for my house. Food for yourself. Go grocery okay. shopping. Go grocery shopping. If you, what would you do okay, with a hundred dollars? What'd you say? What would I do with a hundred dollars? Yeah, what would you do with a hundred dollars? Same thing. I, right, especially now with the COVID. I mean, if guns were cheap, maybe <laughs> exactly. I buy a small gun, get my and get my canned goods. Um, uh, I already <laughs> got a little safety pack. You know, like a starter thing where you can start fire. I have a crank radio. Look. Mm. I watched Walking Dead, so I had this shit before COVID happened. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tuesday, I'm ready, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, what if you could give a gift to somebody? Uh, is there a certain gift you might have given more than once that you, you think is just like everybody should have this gift? They all, everybody in the world needs this gift. Is there everybody in the world a gift? Um, I'd probably give my mother a gift or my sister or my girl a gift. No, would, would it be perfume or a book or a trip or what would you give them? Uh, for a hundred bucks? I don't know. <laughs> what, what, trip, what trip were you getting for a hundred bucks? Uh, oh, no, we passed a hundred bucks. 
we moving on now. Just any gift, you okay. know, like yeah, yeah. Any gift. Oh man, um, if I was to give any gift to my mother right now, it would be a cruise, a cruise, a cruise trip with all with all her kids. My mom would love wow. to do that. Um, just, okay, so just, you would still go on a cruise even after this COVID I, situation? I know. I would probably rent the boat myself and, like, with somebody else. But, like, take my mom on a boat trip with her friends and my family and just do uh, quarantine together on a boat and just okay. take a trip real quick. Yeah. Uh, with my sister, I would – like get her a rig so she could start her um her cooking channel like a, a camera setup situation so she could start her cooking channel that she wants to do. And what kind then, of Haitian food do you like? What kind of Haitian food do you like? Uh, man, uh you just open you just open Pandora's box. Uh, green, lumbi, g collabic pois. Uh, now tell us what they uh, are. Tell us what they are. If, you know, because I know you're like Haitian Creole. Tell us what they are. Uh, okay, so so Gilles Pois is like it's like a white rice. It's like a white rice or brown rice with like red beans, red beans put together, and then griot is okay. like fried um, fried pork, fried pork uh, or fried goat that you put on um, put in your food, and then what they usually do is they make a sauce. Like a red sauce with onions and bell peppers, and you just put that on on, on top of the rice. Oh so my good. god, my mouth is then, watering. My mouth is watering. Can then, you cook this? Uh, I can cook a few things. I I, I can cook the grill. I could do the bunun, which is plantains just chopped up and sliced. I can do um, the ligling, which plantains is plantains is easy, man. Come on, we need I the know, rice. I know, and, I know. And 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 you know, come on, now. We need the like the, the meat everything. I could do the rice and beans. I could do the I could do the pork. I could do the um, the beef. Um, I could do the chicken very well. Um, and I could do okay. legume. And legume, legume is so good. So legume is like uh, it's like a stew of vegetables, like cabbage and vegetables and everything like that. And you and you okay. put it in with like we cut up beef into the into the pot. And you kind of like like kind of lightweight simmer, heat it so therefore every becomes mushy and everything like that. And you put that over white rice or you put it over um the black rice and beans. So mm. good. Wow. So good. All right. You're gonna have to make some, put it in a little freezer pack and like FedEx to me because like my mouth is watering right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Say less. Say less. <laughs> so now um let me ask you just some silly questions. Now if you had a choice, there was nothing else. Turkey and cheese or peanut butter and jelly? Which one is it? Which was the other, what was the other option? Turkey and cheese. Turkey and cheese sandwich or peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Turkey and cheese. And turkey, And now, what makes the turkey and cheese sandwich? Is it the meat, the cheese, or the bread? The meat. So what kind of turkey, turkey do you like? Hmm, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware there was different types of turkeys. I just like oh not my like gosh. not like honey roasted, I would, grilled. I mean, like what? Ooh. Come on now. <laughs> oh, I would I would do I would do the I would do grilled turkey if anything. I would do a grilled yeah. turkey, uh, grilled turkey with cheese on top, and then the bread. But the thing is, like, I would probably do like open space bread. Could not try to eat too much bread. 
Because, come on, if that's oh, okay. all I can okay. eat for the rest of my life, I would be fat as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating now during the COVID situation? Like, I mean, you're stuck in the house. Yeah, yesterday I made um I made a kale salad with um some crab with some butter sauce to put over it. Um mm, the day before okay. that the day before that I made um steak skirts, marinated steak skirts with uh plantains on the side. The day before that I made uh a shrimp taco with it with a with a single single sunny egg and some onions and, and some fixings on it. And spinach. Okay, so they're like lighter food. They're not as heavy as the the Haitian food you were talking about earlier. So they're kind of lighter. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, even lighter. That's good. Yeah, because if you ate Haitian food every day, I went to go get Haitian food out here um, probably like a two, two, two or three weeks ago. And then okay. she charged my plate, I filled my plate full of. The black rice, the black rice and beans, the grill, which is like the beef and um and pork, um, chicken, plantains, and pickles. Pickles is like cabbage, shredded cabbage, but like spicy. Spicy you you put oh, over okay. you put over the um the Almost grill like Korean kimchi. It, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kinda like that, kinda like that, kinda like that, but better. It's so But good. better, you said. <laughs> <laughs> So where are we going to see your character going and in Insecure coming up um, the next couple episodes? You've been really showing, uh, being seen more in the in the show. What do we should we expect next from you? Um, some more you stage advice from my mom. Uh, <laughs> well, you you you're kind of you're gonna see more of mom and you're gonna see more of a mom's interaction with Issa. With Issa, uh, okay, that, with that brother, that brother sister vibe. You're gonna get, get some more of that. Now, what does he think about Molly in the situation with Molly? Because she's off the, she's out of pocket. <sighs> Molly is messy. She is messy, <laughs> messy. She is oh messy pants, and she is, she's completely out of pocket in the things she's doing. Um, like, how are you gonna yell at Issa at her own event? And as a friend, as someone you say you love, you literally treat her like you don't love her or know her like that, like she's an acquaintance. You can't do that to people. Um, now, the problem, I think, with Issa and Molly is that they're looking at each other from old lenses. They see each other from season one. They're not seeing yeah. the growth they had, the growth they're having mm-hmm. through this season. And, yeah. and that's causing a conflict. conflict. And... um. Once they open their eyes to have a conversation, hopefully they can mend it. But right now, I am not with the Molly right now. She is really <laughs> annoying. Now, Kelly, she she's from England now. What, what, what's going on with her? She's just cracking me up. <laughs> Kelly is a character. <laughs> she's so funny. But she had that but young Kelly. Boss. She was like, I'm from England. <laughs> She's from South Central London. What? Like, South come on, when really? Said that, I just jumped off the couch. I said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> when I read that, I cried. Like that thing is just too funny. Too. Oh funny. my goodness! You guys had great chemistry though uh, on that little high table yeah. scene. 
you guys were yeah, great yeah, together. She's, yes. She's dope. I, um, she's like I'm glad I'm glad that you're getting seen more and people will be able to, you know, learn more about you. And you've been doing a wonderful job on the show uh, as an actor. And um, good luck, so much luck with your company. And, and, and again, tell the people where they can find your company, the website again. Um, you can find Bassett House, Bassett House at BassettHousePick.com. That's B-A-S-S-E-T-T-H-O-U-S-E, Pick, P-I-C.com. Um, you can follow that on IG, follow it on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at Jean Ellie, that's J E A N E L I E, same name on all platforms. For that's for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, just and YouTube, you're journey. on YouTube. Oh, I'm also on YouTube too. You can follow at Beyond Fritz, Beyond Jean on YouTube. You have some funny videos on there, so everybody should check <laughs> check those out. I, <laughs> So now, are you into dressing like clothes and cologne and stuff like that? Do you wear a special cologne, something to get you up going, and another one when you go out at night? Are you like that type of guy? No, not really. Like, I have a cologne, and I usually get and I, my niece got it for me for Christmas. So I have that now. Other than that, like, I probably go get cologne over at um at Zara, and they usually have a good one. That people people are thinking that it's more expensive than it is. I'm like, it's really just Zara. It's not that crazy. They're like, yeah, it's really expensive. <laughs> it's not you don't that have to crazy. Tell them that, you don't have to tell them that. Though. Yeah, I know. I don't. Yeah. I don't tell them. I don't tell them. I'm like, oh, you know, it's my, it's my, it's my thing. They're like, oh, oh my like, god, where's it from? It's from yeah. France. Tell them it's from France. It's from France. It's Eau de <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. Well, thank you so much. I'm so sorry about the technical things. It's just out of our control, the sound. I have no idea, but I'm going to re-edit the thing so it kind of moves together smoothly. Um, thank you for mm-hmm. just staying a couple more minutes longer. And, again, I wish you so much luck on Insecure and any of your other projects. And I uh, mm-hmm. can't wait to see your character and see what's, what's in store yeah. for him. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to what they're going to do in the writers' room this year. So. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk later. Um, Thank you so much. You have a good evening, okay? All right, no problem. You'd be great. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Again, I apologize for the, the, I don't know, the sound. It was just out of our control. Um, But I want to let you know I'm going to re-edit this episode so it'll go together smoothly. Um, Again, you can follow me on Twitter, at Joy Keys. Uh, Check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. On Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And also send me an email. I'm Saturdays with Joy Keys at hotmail.com. I'm going to be giving away um, insecure, some insecure gear. Uh, so follow me so you can find out how to win. Um, I have an insecure tote bag, uh, insecure T-shirt. So follow so you can have a chance to win. All right, have a great evening. And check me out Saturday, Saturday. I have uh, two shows coming up. This month is Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm going to be talking with three great guests on Saturday morning about mental health, um, how to help people who, teenagers, black, African-American men. I have a wonderful organization called Black Men Heal that's going to be on. Um, I have somebody from NIMH, National Institute for Mental Health, coming on with that. So please tune in, um, get some tips and tricks about how to deal 
with anxiety, stress, you know, conflict resolution, communication, especially during this COVID time. It's just really difficult for a lot of people, and they're not um, handling well, and they need some tools. So tune in, okay? All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov.